you're listening to Open Mind Industries Podcast. The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, listen, and open your mind. Yay, I'm recording. It's working. Everything's working. Awesome. Hey guys, welcome to episode 7 of The Mind Unleashed. This one's going to be a little bit weird one, a little bit open to everybody. Um, we're talking about a few things, um, what I've been up to. But the first thing I want to get out of the way is my, uh, not sponsors, but people who support the podcast and support Open Mind. So I'm going to get their names out of the way. Um, first one is going to be... What's the other one for later? Uh, the good sponsor of mine, or supporter, sorry, is Divine Art Studios, Daniel, who I've been uh, posting on our Facebook page. He does drone shooting. He is a certified drone pilot. Uh, they're looking into getting into um, music videos. They're doing some drone shooting today here in Orlando, Florida. Check them out. Uh, the Divine Art Studios, they're at Valencia College also. That's where they do some other mixing and stuff like that. Um, but they have a nice editing uh, facility over there, so they're able to use that. Um, but he is fully registered to fly a drone pilot. Um, he's budget friendly. Um, hit him up. I will send a link into our Facebook description if you guys would like to know more about that. Also, hair at home. I'll put a link to their description. Uh, Tony Sauer. I'm probably butchering his name. Tony Sauer. He does uh, haircuts at home. He has his own studio there. Here in Orlando, Florida, if you're looking for budget friendly haircuts for a new perm, what have you, gentlemen looking for a nice, decent haircut, I'll put a link to his descriptions on uh, my Facebook page, so you guys can go check us out. Also, Weiss Productions, check them out if you're looking for to get a win- uh, wedding shot done correctly, or uh, just budget friendly shooting. If you're trying to look for a good photographer for a wedding occasion, what have you, um, doing some filming, Weiss Productions is where you want to go. I'll put a link to their description on my um, Facebook page also. So now that they're out of the way, oh, and one more, sorry, Lyft, if you guys want to use, get, you know, take a ride around, use my code T-U-M-P for $5 off your first ride with Lyft. They will uh, take care of you. The drivers there have been great. I've been doing Lyft for constantly for the Fringe Festival. I'll be talking about that a little bit more in another episode coming up this weekend. Um, we're still doing a couple things with Fringe. Um, you know, here in Orlando, it's been amazing, it's been fun, uh, we're seeing a few more shows, um, a lot has happened, it's been great, uh, so that's where most of my time has been going, because we've been doing a lot of fringe stuff, but I'm going to talk about that in an upcoming podcast, this one is more about, um, I'll get right into it, it's about suicide, and, um, positivity, and keeping yourself motivated, um, Chris Cornell passed away, so I kind of decided I wanted to kind of talk about my experience, um, with suicide why I thought of it, how I got away from it, um, what have you. I spoke about it earlier in a um, the beginning podcast of what my life has been like with cerebral palsy and disability and, and living your life with it. And uh, it's been it's been crazy. You know, people are like constantly turning on the news and somebody's like, hey, call suicide online, call suicide online. Uh, and over a few months on Facebook, people post that damn link about uh, if you're feeling suicidal, you know, you you know, post this link, you know, or repost this. If you're not, if you don't have the balls, you're not going to post this link. I don't think that's the way to go about it, to be honest with you. Um, I look at it and I'm like, well, people have the balls to repost that, and if they're looking for help, 
they're gonna find it in another way or another how. I've lost two people in my life from suicide. Um, and I wanted to, to touch on that because I see a lot of people, you know, now, I've seen, you know, the other day I was going to the fringe and somebody was on the street and he was begging for cash, just sitting by 7-Eleven and uh, a few people gave him cash. I asked him if he needed anything, he just kind of shook his head no to me because he was like, yeah, he's like, just wait, he'd wave me off. So, um, you know. I do good deeds pretty much every day, so, I mean, that's the kind of things that you see, like, people on the streets are just having that tendency, but those people that you see on the streets, not all of them are suicidal, They're, most of them are, like, they love that lifestyle, I have two friends that love that lifestyle, they're never gonna get out of that lifestyle, and I asked them, I'm like, why, you know, why do you do that to yourself, why do you not try to find something to do, and they're like, this is the way I like to live, this is a, a journey for me, um, I really like being a free spirit, I like traveling the road. Sorry about that. I had to get a cup of coffee. Um, I like traveling the road. I just the way I like to live. I like to just be in this community. This is what I like. Can I have a house? Can I have this? Yeah, I could. But don't feel sorry for me because this is what I want. Um, and then you have the hardcore beggars that are with their sign and they walk through, and they're wearing nice clothes, and you're just like, hmm, something's up. Those guys I don't give money to at all. I don't even roll in my window because I don't appreciate that. Um, a lot of the guys I do see on the corner that, you know, ask for a cigarette or what have you, I don't mind doing that, but I don't smoke, so. I always tell them, like, hey, man, I ain't got a light or anything. Do you need any water or anything? And they're like, usually. And I don't give them cash because, uh, you know, that's the way I'm in. I'm just like, hey, do you need anything? You need a sandwich or anything? I'm going in the store right now. I can grab you whatever you need. Just not grabbing any alcohol. I'm just not grabbing any whatever. You know, but those guys, like I said, they're not suicidal or anything. Some are. Some are Vietnam veterans. But some of them, the what I spoke about, like, they, um, they like that lifestyle. But uh, I digress from that. So that kind of you see, and you see somebody with, like, you know, that thing of, like, oh, help the veteran, help this. Same thing with the suicide hotline. It's like, you know, they post this thing on Facebook that says, you know, oh, you won't have the courage to post this, you know. And it's like, well, suicide, suicide, depression, all that shit hits in so many different ways, such as myself. And I'm going to go into this because uh, years ago, I literally... Um, you know, I was having those fucking thoughts. I was down a horrible fucking road, and I didn't know how to get out of it. I didn't know. I knew why it was coming to me, because I guess with the disability and um, just not knowing how to jump into something comfortable, you know, to be yourself. And that's the one thing I can say is, like... The one thing on the moving here to Orlando years ago now, it's been about nine years now, and getting into the comfortable zone. And everybody goes, why are you so confident now? I said, well, it took me a long time to become confident. Overly confident. I did plays, I worked in theatrical. So being in front of a microphone and talking in front of 400 fucking people, um, you know, has helped me a little bit with my anxiety from that. But um, I'm good now at, like, crowd speaking. And I would, I can probably say that was from like the part work that I've been doing now. But the biggest thing that got me out of my suicidal thoughts were um, one day I was like legitly fucking gonna do it, and I didn't because what brought me down I was like, wait a minute, wait, what am I doing? I thought about my family. I thought about how it would affect family. You know, I have idea two old people that. I've done it, you know, in my life, and I'm just like, man, that really, they're gone, but it's always going to affect me in every way, shape, and form to 
be a better person, to think about the other person, to, you know, and it, that's the road it brings you down. And that's what stopped me. The reason my cause was is I didn't know who I was. Uh, I knew my sex, you know, like I knew my sexuality, I knew all that shit, but I didn't really know who I was. And I'm meaning by that would be I didn't know my confidence level. I wasn't confident. I wasn't comfortable around speaking about myself. And that's kind of hard for some people. Some people are like, well, they have anxiety, they have this, they have that. Um, and that's where the depression comes from. And people are looking at them weird, their hairstyles kind of weird, they have earrings in their ears. And it's kind of coming to terms with, like, who the fuck you are? Like, really, like, who the fuck are you? Um, I know what I am now. I'm a fucking asshole. Every podcast I've been mentioning it, everybody's like, well, you're starting a company about R&D, uh, disability products. Why are you speaking this bluntly which you should be speaking more businessy no when I started this business this idea this goal of this is because there's things that don't exist in products and I wanted to be myself on the podcast for people that are having trouble with this because I want you to know it's alright it's alright to be your freaking self I don't want to be in a meeting um, down the road here you know in, in my life and go hey you know we, we, we listen to your shit and we don't appreciate that. I want somebody to look at me and go, "Hey, man, we li- we like what you talk about. Um, you're you're you speak from the heart, and this is why people follow you, or this is why people join in because they're interested, and that should be." Um, I've gained a lot of friends from being myself, the asshole that you see. And uh, I tell my friends, I day one, I'm like, "Hey, I'm an asshole. I'm a nice guy. I've got a great heart, but I'm an asshole." And that's come from moving here and understanding who I was. Now, years ago, like I said, I was dealing with this fucking depression, and the way that got me out of it was when I was going to fucking do it, legitly. And I told my brother this a few years ago, and I said, yeah, man, I was fucking debating one morning to snap my fucking neck, and he was like, oh, what? And he had a few beers, and uh, he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I told him the whole reason, I said, what the hell? I said, it was my disability. It was me not understanding myself, and people looking at you every fucking day and judging you and I, I couldn't I couldn't get over that I couldn't get over you know why the fuck are they happy and I'm so negative and, and, and what gives that person the right to be so negative towards me I did nothing to them but I realized it's like at the end of it I was like you know what fuck what they think and that was kind of my, my idea like just fucking be you, and it kind of took me a while to come to that, because I used to get fucking made fun of all the time, and destroyed with words, and I'm like, now nothing fucking phases me, like, I could give two shits what you think, and I always kind of, well, I mean, some people can look at me and go, oh, you, you look fucking disgusting, well, that's, that's my lifestyle, that's the way I, I plan to live, the thing, the way you read to why I dress in my shorts and my, my tank top, it's fucking 100 degrees here in Florida every day. So that's why I dress the way I dress. It's 100 degrees. I'm not going to sweat my ass off for you. I'm going to dress comfortably. Um, I go into many public places and I'm dressed the way I am because I feel comfortable. I feel relaxed. I feel oddly. And people, when they meet up with me, they're a little nervous. But once I break that weird ice with them, it's like I say a joke or something like that. The comfortability that comes out of them. And they, they just get so relaxed. And it's like, oh, wow, you're your person, your view, and that's what got me becoming who I was, I jumped out of it, but these suicidal thoughts were people that looked at me and were like, oh, he's disabled, oh, he can't do this, and a lot of that through my childhood was like, he can't do it, 
so we're never going to give him a shot. It's been going on now for other reasons. People have not given me a shot to do certain things, which still pisses me off, but, um, you know, I, there's nothing I can do about that. I wish there was, but there's not. I mean, I've been dorking my ass off trying to get to where I want to be in a career, to where I work, but it's not been working, and I'm not going to um, fight that too hard because I did all I could. Um, it's not up to me. It's up to people that, that are in a higher position. And that's the one reason why people are like, hey, do I keep going in life? The thing is, yes, keep going. Keep moving forward because that next door is going to fucking open. It's going to be hard now. But do it. I mean, that's the one thing that fucking woke me up that one morning, and I was like, "Do I fucking do this or not?" And uh, and I thought about my family. Like I said, I thought about my family. I thought about people that had done suicide and shit. And I was like, hmm, "What? What do they? What would, you know, what would this do to mom or my brother or my family?" And then I thought about, you know, what I make them laugh. I make them giggle, and they really do give a fuck. But it's hard for family to say, "Hey, I do love you." I do care about you. We know it's hard for you. We don't know how to help you. Yet, it's hard for you not to open yourself up. And uh, I did. I opened myself up a little bit. I sat there on the fucking bed one morning. I put on some fucking tunes. And I was like, you know what? It's going to be alright. It's going to be a fucking road. But I, I feel comfortable now with who I am. You know, but it took a while. But, like, the biggest thing that brought me fucking here is, like, when I started working for um, Universal, I met... My first day there, it was fucking hectic. It was crazy. And uh, <laughs> the echo just chimed up for some reason. I have no idea why. But I started working there. And granted, I was a little bit... I was past the big suicidal stuff. But the big suicidal stuff, when I did have it, was when I was younger. I was about 18, 19. It was just a fucking rough, tough. People fucking demeaning you, hurting you. It's like... Because they don't understand who the fuck they are. That's the biggest thing when people demean somebody else. They can claim they know who the fuck they are. They can claim that all fucking... I know who I am. I know what I am. You don't fucking know who you are. Stop lying to yourself. Stop fucking lying to yourself. If you really gave a shit, if you were a fucking human being, you would fucking look at that person and be like, alright, you know, he is what he is. I'm not gonna fucking demean him. When someone demeans you or puts you down, it's because they don't fucking know. It's like they haven't... Their mindset is like, I'm having a fucked up day. Let me put it on this person. Let me fucking... That one word I'm going to say to you is going to demean you so bad that I'm going to feel better about myself. I feel like shit. I feel like shit. And they're going to say it, and it's going to fucking... And now people say it to me, and they're like, why do you say the word crippled to yourself? I said, because I know who and what I am. And they go, what the hell does that mean? I know who and what I am. I'm crippled. I'm going to have fun. Um, Hugh Laurie, when I watched House, how I love fucking House. When I finished it, I'm kind of sad the way they ended it. But fucking Hugh Laurie made me fucking giggle so hard. Uh, he played it so well, and I loved the fucking scene where he's like, they're all turning into zombies, and he's like, with his crutch. He's like, I never go without my crutch axe, and I'm like, oh, I want that so bad. But that's what I mean. Like, love your fucking self. I mean, the minute somebody says something derogatory to you, if you put the negativity in your brain, you could just go, eh, whatever. Fuck off. Just, just do that. I do that now, and I tell people that now, that I'm at work with, they're having a bad day, and I'm like, yeah, just do this. Just do this. When I guess somebody comes up and yells at you, just do that. Listen to them. Analyze what they're saying. But the problem is they're going through some shit right now. We don't know what it is until they talk to us. But, you know, it's like people, that's why people demean. Because their goal is to make themselves feel better. 
and like I said, like, you know, working, being living here nine years, and then the previous thoughts that I had, you know, it was crazy. I fucking literally thought about, like, what if I do this? But when I started working here and I kind of, like, thought about doing it, I really thought about what would happen if I did and how it would affect my family. Having two people that my family, uh, my life, who have done it, it affects me every day. They never have left my brain why they did it. Um, when I spoke to a couple counselors about it, they said, honestly, there was nothing you could fucking do. I could have sat there all night and talked with them, which one person I did. And the next two days, I got a call back maybe an hour later, and he was gone. There was nothing I could have did. I mean, it was it was done. It was done. I had nothing I could have done. He didn't blame me for it. It was just, I tried. I did everything I could, but he just couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle life anymore. Um, you know, but... The thing is that you really need to look at, you know, who does care about you. It may take a while to understand who you are, but that's the one thing here that I, I gotta be thankful for because I have, I've come to terms with because I'm an asshole, I'm a crippled person, I love it. Um, and when people see that shine of you, like, holy fuck, it, when you say that, and it's, they kind of beam, they're like, how are you so positive about that? It's like, dude, I know what I am. Like, I don't see a problem with it, you know? It's like, I know what I am, I know who I am. You got a fucking problem with that, that's your problem, not mine. I know what I am and who what I am. Like I said, these people claim they know who and what they are, but they're not. They don't know who the fuck and what they are. It takes people a lot of times to come out as gay, or straight, or bisexual, or what have you. Um, you know, oh wow, you know, Bruce Jenner took him fucking forever to become Caitlyn Jenner. You know, you don't know that, what's going on in their fucking hands. You know? And, um, you know, I, that's what made me kind of get away from it. it. was like, okay, I stopped. I was like, well, I got my brother who fucking does care about me. I got my mother who does care about me a lot. Father who cares about me. I got fucking friends that do care about me and would fucking give their shirts off their backs to help me. There's a lot of times they can't understand me what's going through my if you don't speak to them. Um, but a lot of my stuff was coming to terms with myself. I was getting older with a disability. I was hitting the gym. I was understanding, um pretty much who I was, like, what are my limitations, and that was the one thing in my fucking head that I was like, you're disabled, you have crutches, but in the future, you're like, what are your limitations here, can you do this, can you do that, so I kind of put that on myself in perspective and said, okay, disabled, I have this disability and this, and it affects me in these ways, but how can I turn that into a positive, and that's the one thing I'm going to think, told you guys, it's like, you have all this shit going on, but find the things that you're really fucking good at. You know, find the things that you can benefit to somebody else and, and, and tell them. Because what I've learned from myself is, like, I've proven to everybody that I can do it. You know, it may take me a second to analyze what you're doing. But that's why my, I, I swear to God, I have now ADD uh, because of that. Fucking working with the Universal. Because now that I can analyze so many fucking things so quickly, uh, it sucks. Sometimes my brain can't slow down. Um, but... You get to find things that you know benefit others. People really do give a shit about you, but they don't know how to say it sometimes. Um, when I told my brother that, I was like, you know what, this is what brought me here. And he was like, what brought you here? I was like, fucking just a disability, getting in terms with myself. He's like, you really wanted to? I was like, yeah. I was like, I didn't know if I could go anymore. I got so tired of fucking people looking at me strange. You walk into a room and people are just like, huh. You know, because they don't know what to fucking, they don't know what to think of you. They don't know you yet. And the best thing is to break the ice. And I've learned that working with the company. And then when I met uh, the actors that I work with now, have been fucking outstanding. They became family, friends. 
and um, you know they they were gay. A lot of them were gay, and they were just fucking appreciative of who they were. And I was like, why am I feeling like this when these people are? It's the island of fucking misfits over there. I love it. It's just people that are just goofballs. They break your balls. They have fun. But at the end of the day, when they clock out and you clock out from work, it doesn't matter what department in they're in. Doesn't matter what, how much money they make. They're always willing to have a beer with you, sit down with you, and chill. Um, I've gone to many events with all many of them, and they've been fucking amazing, very kind, very sweet people, and they've all gone through shit too. And I was—that's the one thing that kind of brought me back. And then I met other friends here that you know were going through some deep shit, and we spoke, and you know, and they're like, "How did you?" Because I went to depression, guys, for like three years. Not overly hardcore, lighter depression. I went to deeper depression, which was like, "All right, this is who we are. This is who we are. This is who we are. We like earrings. We like tattoos. We like this is." The biggest thing was to understand who the fuck I was, to get Mexican, and what that's what they taught me, is to figure out who I was inside. You know, when somebody, like I said, demeans you and puts, it's because they don't know what the fuck they are. And I've had it here quite a few times. People, just the other day, somebody looked at me and they went, what happened to you? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, many things, where do I start? Where do I start? Many things. And her face went, I was like, what? Why are you walking away? Don't you want to hear it? She didn't know how to fucking react to that. And it was me just being a fucking weirdo because I was like, what people said to me now, I just kind of go off on a tangent. I'm just like, and I had one guy when I was out, we drove out at the uh, Artagon Mall here in Orlando. We were just checking it out. We were on a date night and it was great. And uh, this one guy, we were just checking out the soap, soap shop that they had. And this one guy had like a knee brace on because he had his knee worked on and his woman and his wife were there. And the funny thing is, he stood there and he goes, so what's your story? And me being a smartass now, and an asshole, I go, uh, I was born. And him and his wife look at me, and they just kind of just rolled around, and they started laughing. And he goes, oh my god, he goes, and we talked for about maybe a good bit, 20 minutes, uh, and he goes, oh, wow, I never heard somebody in your condition just say that. And they were telling me about one of their stories, they were in the hospital, and she, I think, something happened to his wife, and it was nothing, nothing major, but they took it the wrong way, the, the medical staff took it the wrong way. And we spoke about that, and they were like, man, you seem very confident, you know? He's like, you could have easily fucking yelled at me about your thing, me, call, me calling you out, but you didn't. You just kind of spun it right back around at me. And I was like, I did, you know? But um, really nice people we met. And he was like, he was like, man, you seem confident. I was like, yeah, man, the confidence has come from me understanding who I was. And I told him, I said, dude, I was dealing with fucking suicidal thoughts. I mean, this would have happened years ago. And, uh, you know, it's hard for some fucking people because you're sitting there and you're wondering, you know, how do I get out of this fucking moment? And the best thing to do is, like, sit down legitly and look at why you're feeling this way. Look at things that could you can explore to get the fuck out of that realm in your head. Find songs, find an activity, find a movement, find something, find a group. You know, that's just fucking there for you. Or, like, you know, misfits. Find misfits, you know, like I found. And, uh... It was so fucking hard to finally come out of that shell and be like... This is who I am. I'm Holly. I'm crippled. I'm gonna have fun with it. Um, I like fucking geek culture. I like a little nerd culture. You know, I like going to cons once in a while. I like my wrestling once in a while. I like watch wrestling. I like my podcasting. I like fucking... I start going down the list of what I like. I like my video games. I like technology in general. I like fucking lasagna. And I went through the whole entire list of what I like. And then I was like, you know what? I like what I like. 
no one's gonna stop me from liking it. I am who I am. And that's the one thing I have to say is like, be who the fuck you are. Once you find who you are, uh, don't change for anyone. I'm sorry, just don't change for anyone. I've been called an asshole more times than I can count. But the one thing is, man, people are like, you're a fucking asshole, but you know who you are. You say as it is, you're blunt. You're blunt, you, know, you fucking see it, and you just don't give a shit. I'm going to get my ass kicked sometime, but I'm probably the guy you don't want to fuck with because I will break you, you know? You're going to knock me down, but you're not going to win the fight. It's Both of us are going to be ending up somewhere, you know? That's what I always tell people. I'm like, we want to brawl. You can, you're welcome to kick me a few times, but you're not going to be walking regular ever again. Uh, it does scare people, <laughs> but it is true with me. I'm a, I'm a ground and pounder, but I digress. Uh, you know, but really, find who the fuck you are. And find the group that's going to make you feel comfortable. Whether it's a skating group, whether it's fucking anything. If you guys like painting or if you're a goth person, fucking be in it. You know, a lot of my friends were goth, you know, and some of my friends still do goth and Rocky Horror and shit like that that I still don't talk to today. And uh, I was like, man, how you doing? I to one of my friends the other day, he was going in for an uh, audition. And he's, he's goth and shit like that. We're just shooting the shit. And he, he bought it to me because, you know, he goes, you remember that time we spoke? I said, yeah. He said, you know, you really fucking kept me going that day. I mean, I was really having a bad day, and this happened, and this happened, but you really stopped me. And I'm looking forward to life, man. He goes, I really haven't felt this good in a while. And I get that a lot from people. You know, you just, you're a fucking asshole, but you, you don't sugarcoat what's going on. You tell people how to, to move forward, or like, you know, find the, the perfect spot, you know, he was going through some shit on Facebook, and you know, people just trying to get into his life, and shit like that, and I said, dude, just take a fucking break from social media, you know, and he, he did, and, um, seems happier now, he's, you know, doing his shit, and we, we, once in a while, we'll bump into each other, and he's like, hey, you're never still the same, yes, we'll get a call, he talked to me for hours, and he's like, man, he's like, he's like, you're such a fucking dick sometimes, but you're so fucking right, or you're just the person I need, need to talk to, because you don't, you're not going to sugarcoat what you're saying. Um, my gay friends, Michael and David, Michael has been working on the website with me and my multimedia guy, uh, getting them to come out of their shell and talking with them and becoming good fucking friends with them. Um, amazing fucking guys. I would have never imagined that in million years to be friends with good people, you know. But they've improved my life a lot. You know, it's good to sit down with them and, like, not have to worry about fucking this, this, and this. And I'm kind of grateful that you know, the gay culture has fucking come out in my life, because my, you know, my aunt's gay, and it, well, there's many members of my family that are gay, you know, but, you know, I come out, and I'm like, you know what, I, I, I enjoy just fucking being around people that understand themselves, you know, and you can sit there, and everybody's just like, hey, I love this, and love this, and it's like, loving who you are, and your culture, and what you love, and then finding others that like it, and you don't have to agree on anything, I mean, like, literally, we're talking about Batman versus Superman, and we can digress in another review for that, but, Everybody's like, the actors were talking about it last night, and they're like, ah, I'm like, I was like, I thought it was good. I didn't love it. I didn't love it, but I liked it. You know, I'm that kind of, I'm a filmmaker. I took films, so I, I, I watch movies, and I look at them from different angles. I don't look at it just from a script perspective, but what the actor did, lighting guy did, da, da, da. but I digress from that too, you know? But the thing is, like, find what you love, and if you like it, people will come your way. If you're an asshole, people will come back to you. That happened to me. Somebody literally said, you're an asshole. I don't want to talk to you. And then two days later, came back to me and called me. And they said, what you said is from what I needed. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you're a fucking asshole, but you, you 
helped me kind of organize my life. Like, I realized I need to get away from certain people in my life that I thought they were my friends that are not. They were just there for this reason or this uh, agenda in my life. I was like, everything good. And now we're actually friends. I'm friends with a lot of people now because, you know, they're just like, you're a blunt dickhead. You're, you, you are. But you don't share a code and you say what it is. Um, has that helped people? It may have. But the point is, is to just really be yourself. And that's what I had to realize was my suicidal thoughts were like, all this fucking negativity came through my life and destroyed me. Like, it literally fucking put me in a shell that I didn't know how to get out of. And uh, think with me, I didn't know how to uh, push out of it. Like, you know, just push out of this fucking thing. And like, okay, these negative thoughts are putting you this way or this you know, positive thoughts are going to put you that way. And my mother's always kind of stole them in my head. Like, you know, you always think negative. And I'm like, well, you kind of have to. The world's always fucking putting this negativity on your shoulders. And she's like, well, you got to find the positives from that, you know. A negative thing might have happened, but you got to look at the positives. you got a roof over your head. You have this, you have that, you have this. And mom's right in perspective a lot. But, um, you know, it's hard for people that you're, you're sitting there and you're fucking sitting in a cot and you're in a fucking mission or, um, you know, your, your home life or whatever. It's just so fucking hectic. And you're just like, man, how do I balance all this out? Uh, and the best thing is, it's like, don't hit the fucking drugs, man, because, like, I was addicted to fucking painkillers for six years, and I finally went to the doctors the other day, and having some knee issues again, some pain, arthritis, but I've been clearing, I don't take any oxycodone or anything like that anymore, I've been clean to yoga, my yoga and stuff, which means i got to work out a little bit today, um, but that's the worst fucking thing you can do to yourself when you're dealing with this manic depression, is just fucking take something to have a beer, but don't fucking overdo it. Know your limit. You know that's the one thing I do when I'm having a rough day. Is I'll go out, I'll have something good off a good, like good, good pizza, or I have a sushi. That I know some good sushi places here. Or I'll do something I kind of like to do, and I'll get a fucking Mountain Dew. But I'll usually hit the gym. I, the gym is my sanctuary. The gym is where I can work on my, my body, and I know, like nobody judges me. I can walk in there and I just go for it, and everybody's just like jaw dropping. Like, oh, I didn't know you could work out. I was like. Yeah, I just dropped my crutch and I go do it, bro. I was like, and you're giving them workout tips and they're like tapping the other shoulder. That's the thing I do hate when I'm working out. It's people like to tap my shoulder when I'm working out because they want to know like a routine or what I'm doing or how do they, you know, how do you turn up your core or what have you. I don't mind giving information, but if you're going to do that to me, please wait till I'm done mid rep. <laughs> Either the racks back up or what have you. I would appreciate that. Because um, you don't want to drop weight on your fucking body. It hurts. And you're going to hurt yourself. So anybody who's working out with me, please be, just be nice and. You know, I'm willing to talk with you for a little bit. I'll pull off my earbud, but um, please don't be rude. It's just a thing I have to say. But um, yeah, man, the biggest thing with me, like with the suicidal stuff, was like I had to find who I really was. And like I said, for a lot of you that are going through right now or thinking about shit and life's just crazy and you're paying the bills, I'm in the same boat. I'm doing this, and this is making me happy. This has really made me excited. You know, it's been over two years now. Um, I still got to get a hold of John where he's in Tampa now, but we have a lot of things we need to get working on and pumping on. And I was walking around for the festival and I was meeting all these cool people and I'll talk more about that in the next episode about everything that's going on with that. I got a lot of photos and stuff. Um, but yeah, man, like Chris Cornell, like that kind of brought me up to this episode. Like he went out, apparently somebody said he went out to a thing and he fucking, um, I loved Shadow of the Sun. I watched Collateral like five times when I saw it in theater. So my buddy, my buddy Justin, who later came out to be gay, which doesn't bother me at all. When he came out and he 
came out, and I'm like, well, does he like you? Did you guys, did he suck your dick well? And everybody's like, <gasps> and I'm like, he's like, you don't care? I was like, I've never given a shit, dude. I don't give a shit that you're, you know, gay. I never gave a shit. Whatever it is, it is what it is. You're gay. Be happy. Enjoy your life. And he seems to be doing a lot better with his life. You know, he's, he's got somebody good in his life now. It's pretty much better in his life. He seems to be very happy. And that's what life is shit. You should live it to your potential until fucking something may happen. You know? But, um, yeah, Chris Cornell, like they said, he went out to a fucking concert and he did, did a set, everything like that. Went home to the hotel. I guess he was taking some medication or something that was causing depression. And then he like, called his wife, and I guess that's how it happened. And I'm just like, holy shit. You know? That's why I kind of stay away from a lot of this pain stuff, because you don't know what's going to happen with that. But, you know, it's sad that that does happen to some people. That, you know, it does give you those suicidal thoughts. But when you're on the road a lot, you know, without your family or that person that guides you through it, you know, that you're kind of stoned, it keeps you kind of locked down and says, hey, man, life's going to be okay. It's going to be rough when you get through this, you know? Um, it's kind of hard, you know, but for people that are going through it, you really need to find a bigger outlet, a bigger group that you can text immediately and be like, listen, I need to talk for like five minutes. All I need is five minutes. Um, and I, I have that. I have friends that I can text. I have friends that I check on every day, you know, make sure they're doing okay. Mostly it's to me though. People are like, Hey Ali, how you doing? How's everything going through you? An open mind, you know, what's going on with that? How's 3D printing going? And everybody's always on me about that because they're like, hey, you're doing a good thing. You're doing what you're doing. How's this 3D scanning going? So it's like constantly I get to nerd out with a bunch of people. I know a shit ton of people. And everybody's like, well, you know a lot of people. I do because I flirt with people. There's nothing wrong with that. I talk to people all different rounds, the maker universe, and I love that. And that's the thing. It's the, if you're having these thoughts, you know, call that suicide number. I'll be giving it to you guys in just a moment. Um, Call that number, hop on Facebook, digress all the bullshit, but find somebody that you really fucking care about, and be like, listen, this is what's been going on, what do you recommend I do, you know, do you know anything that's going around in my area that I can go hit, is there a club I can go to, where it's just chill, like we play fucking video games, like we have ready, we have uh, Player One, the Player One Bar, which I finally went to with a friend of mine, John, and it was fucking amazing, <laughs> it was cool. Um, they give us discounts, like $3 discounts over there in Orlando, and it's freaking amazing. I geeked out like a little child, and me drunk, I had like three thick, three hard root beers inside of the mason jar. Oh, so good, but man, I was like, my face was numb. I had, a good, I had such a good time over there with Tito and John, it was a good time. We had to go back there again. But um, that's the thing, man. It's like when you're going through these thoughts, you have to kind of sit down. Make a list of what the fuck's causing it, and then work on it because it's gonna take a bit. It took me, like I said, a couple of years, three years of it, and I was fucking. It was hard. It was hard. But then when I fucking finally was like, all right, cool, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. But I got back into my workouts. I got back into my fucking stuff, and I felt much better. It felt good going to the gym again and seeing people. And I work out with some fucking body, big fucking bodybuilders. But um, you know, even some guys you would never talk to, but I literally would go in there and people would be like staring at me and they're like, a lot of, they have a lot of respect. So they, you know, during mid rep, they'd walk past me and we'd talk for a little bit. And uh, one guy would give me like leg information for my legs and stuff like that. He asked me what I had and stuff. And that was kind of my sanctuary. That was kind of like where I could go to unwind. And I think everybody needs that, you know, if it's, whether it be, you know, a gamer place or 
fucking D&D group or what have you, which a friend of mine actually does D&D, and says it's the best thing fucking ever. <laughs> says, like, oh my god, you gotta do D&D, and I'm like, I can, but I have no life to do that, because I'm doing all this shit. And he goes, oh, gotcha. I still haven't even played Mass Effect Andromeda. I was at Fringe last night. I bumped into a guy who had a Mass Effect Andromeda t-shirt on for the initiative, and uh, we started geeking out about it. And he's a, way older than I am, but we just started talking about it, and, uh, it was just cool, man. It's cool that I, I feel that comfortable to stop somebody with, like, dude, that shirt's awesome, or a Frankenstein shirt's awesome. But that's the thing. It's, like, find somebody, even if you're down in your luck, find something that's going to make yourself positive. If, even if it's, like, stopping at a 7-Eleven and talking to the clerk that might know you, you know. Because you don't know. That could make them positive for the day. I used to go to the 7-Eleven every night. I was used to walk from Universal. And I would talk to a few guys, and we ended up becoming good friends and talking. And uh, every night, the guy would, you know, we'd have a... He'd, they'd talk about their, what they were doing. I'd walk home and get some food. And, um, you know, but it made people positive. But you can, if you're going through this kind of shit, you know, know that it's not over. It's far from fucking being over. You know, it's just finding who the fuck you are. Like I said, there's people out there who are going to keep throwing shit at you. You know, whether it's a fucking diarrhea or it's a huge fucking turd, you know. It's your job to like, sit there and digress and go listen. I know who the fuck I am. I know what the fuck I am. It took me a while to figure out who the fuck and what I am. And, uh, you know, people sit there and they go, okay, well, you claim you know who you are. Well, I know I do. I fucking know who I am. I'm an asshole, but I'm a nice guy who's going to tell you to you bluntly. This is the road I've been down. There's nothing you could fucking say to demean me or hurt me anymore because I've, I've heard it far before. And it pisses people off when they try to do that now with me because it... You can't get under my fucking skin. You really can't. I know my faults. I know my positivities. I know my negativities. I know where I need to work on myself. You know, it's happening. It's working. And it's the one thing. It's like, people there, let people find you. Be who you are, and people will fucking find you. Because that's how I found Michael and David. That's how I found a lot of my friends now. And I always tell my friends, I'm like, dude, I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. And a lot of them are like, dude, you are. You really fucking are. You can be an asshole fucking sometimes. But I wouldn't replace you for the fucking world. And that does make me feel good. You know, it's like, you're a dick. You're an asshole. But we need honesty. We need somebody to literally talk to. And not judge us. You're always there to listen. You know. And, um, you know, that's that's the way of life, man. you got to find that group or the suicidal places that are like, hey, you sit down on the phone with them for a little bit. And they'll be like, hey, you know, what's going on? Now, they may not understand you at first, but give them time, okay? Because they have to digress you. They have to make a file on you. They have to know who you are. You tell them who you are. You know, it's... I've, I've actually worked on one of the hotlines. I was on a phone with a guy for, like, fucking three hours one day. And come to find out it was over some really, really weird shit, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. But, um, you know, uh, he seems to be doing better. I haven't, I haven't heard from him. But, um... They sent me an email, and they said he was doing better. He said he was doing... I got an email from, I think, the, the place I was working with. said he was doing better. That he was um, seeing things and doing with the church. And But he seems to be doing well. I don't. I haven't talked to him in a long, long time. So, um, the last time I heard, everything seems to be going well. Um, you know? But sometimes you need that to digress. You need to de-stress yourself and go, Listen, this is who I am. This is what I am. This is what got me here. The, all this negativity in my... Because me, it was, like I said... Mine started when I was young. It was all the, you're crippled, you can't fucking do it, you can't do this, you can't do that, your life sucks, you're going to be in this fucking boat, you'll never get out of this, you'll be a fucking piece of shit, uh, you'll never be anything, and I'm just like, alright, so this is like, and a lot of it, it is true, a 
a lot of it, you know, the world will never fucking hand you anything. Or the world doesn't hand you fucking anything, and you have to work for it yourself. Um, but the one thing that's been bothering me now that I'm not really pissed about, it, me, it's like give me the fucking chance to tr- try it, learn it, and develop it. And uh, there are some people that allow me to do that, but when you go into a bigger field that I'm trying to go into, it's hard to do that. You know, but I, that's I digress from that. I'm, I'm a little pissed from that, but it doesn't make me want to do anything. It's just like, okay, well, I worked my ass off. I tried my best, and it, I realized it's not me. It's just that party that has control over it. That don't feel they don't feel comfortable of me doing it, which is understandable. You know, but there's nothing I can do about that. I can just move on, be positive, work out open mind, which just gives me the best positivity that I've needed in a long time. It's helped me start the podcast. It's helped me fucking move forward, you know, and people that I have around my life over there has been fucking incredible, it's nice to come into work and feel loved, feel like that everybody gives a shit, it takes a while for people to warm up to me, but once people do and I warm up to them, um, it seems nice, it seems comfortable, people know who the hell they are, they, we're all assholes, we're always going to be, that's who we are, but you know, what you guys need to understand is, like, there is a way to get out of it. It's going to take stepping stones. But you have to be willing to give people a fucking chance. It's going to be rough. It's always going to be rough. You're always going to have that negative thought in your fucking head to push yourself forward. But don't give up. Don't give up. You know, find those groups. Find the people at MegaCon. I mean, I went as crippled Bane, like, a few years ago. A friend of mine took me over, and I was like, what do I wear? And he's like, well, you got a Bane mask you can wear. You can dress up the way you are now. I went over to find some comic books, and it was fun. It was great, man, but I got put in my place by a few nerds, which I'm like, man, get laid, you know, which that's what I said to those guys. I was like, get fucking laid, guys. Honestly, get laid, because these guys were so nerdy. I'm like, I know you're nerds, but man, really, get some vagina. <laughs> get some dick, whatever you need, you know, but um, it's it's fun loving who I am and, and loving you know, my family is like, you know, positive, like listening to this and seeing what I'm going through. But for you guys, and I really wanted to kind of demo into what I've been going through. And my shit was, like I said, personal negativity with my disability. Now that I could give two shits about what the disability is, you know, I always tell people that with your disability. Don't let it define you. Let it define who your character is, but find who you really are and then work with it, you know. Now that I walk around, people are like, oh, dude, your crutches are so fucking cool. Which the Batman ones are kind of coming along. I still haven't gotten to the design yet. But I think I have some ideas. I don't know if I'll make them into like legs. Like his legs. But I'm working on it. <laughs> um, it's just getting the time to take the crutches out. And then sand them down. And then get the paint. Shit like that. And then we can, we can get that done. Like I said I need about a couple of days of heat. So I think this week will be good. Because I'm off for a few days. Which is going to be good. And letting the paint dry. So Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, like I said, are my favorite Batman and Batman and Joker. So I'm super excited to start getting something like that. But that's I do things like that, and it makes people fucking blush or their eyes light up, and they're like, "Dude, man, you seem so chill." You know, I was like, "I'm chill, man. I'm a nice guy, but you know, I'm an asshole. I don't, I don't hide my facts of that." But um, you know, it's like finding things, find outlets, find things that you guys love, video games, what have you. I've been talking with also Mike about doing open mind gaming. Um. Maybe starting a Reddit trend on uh, the PS4 or Xbox One. Uh, most likely the PS4 because I'm more, li- I'm more likely playing that. But uh, Mike and Mike are speaking about it. And we're going to talk about it more. I kind of mentioned what I'd like to do with it. 
So if you guys would like us to do that, if you could drop me a line at openmindindustries at gmail.com or hit me up on the Twitter and say, hey, man, it's a good idea. Or I would really like you to do that. Uh, that would be great because Mike's kind of like, because mm. like I said, we're an R&D for research and development products and stuff like that. But OpenMind's a lot bigger than myself, John, and everything I ever thought it would be. It's about finding a speaker space, a fun space for people that are just need that need that outlet. You know, we're here and I'm here. So hit me up on the Twitter. It's at OpenMind, the official OMI. Um, everything is actually on OpenMindIndustries.com. So if you guys want to hit that button, I will be doing some more live streams this week. Um, I'm gonna can I'm gonna slow this down a little bit so I can get out of here and probably hit the gym and finish my coffee, which would be nice because it's shit. I don't have my watch on me. <laughs> Yep, it's about 2.06 now here on the East Coast. Um, but, you know, I will be doing that. I talked to Mike about doing that because Mike's uh, Destiny 2 is coming out. We spoke about that for a little bit. It'd be nice to get some people, you know, in our trends and actually legit people that are just... Um, we're not doing a clan or anything. We're just trying to find an outlet for people, including myself and everybody else, to find a fun space for gamers to meet up and just fucking have an awesome chat. Um, no bullshitting going on. No fucking crazy stuff, we're just trying to find a place where you guys, if you guys need to talk to us, or, you know, just look for a good crew to play with, and you guys want to golf on your own, feel free, but, um, yeah, we're thinking about doing open mind, I'm thinking about doing open mind gaming, I brought that to Mike about a week ago, I just let him borrow Uncharted 4, so he can be going on that, um, that might be a while, but, um, yeah, um, we'll get that, see if we can get that going, if you guys like that idea, hit me up on Twitter, or just hit me at openmindindustries at gmail.com, and like I said, we're at uh, OpenMindIndustries at OpenMindIndustries.com. So if you guys want to hit our thing, all of our links are there. My 3D printing stuff is there. Um, hit me up. Golly, that's a good idea. We'd like to. Um, but like I said, guys, you know, just keep positive. I'm going to give you this number just so in case you guys, uh, you know, need it. Uh, darn, ooh, fringe stuff, fringe stuff, fringe stuff, fringe stuff. Tickets, tickets, tickets. Okay. So the number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, guys, is going to be 1-800- Okay, 1-800-273, it's going to be 8255, it's going to be 1-800-273-8255, so if you want to hit them up, you know, if you're having like a crazy day and you're just like, man, I'm not, I just want someone to talk to, they're there for you, it's not all about suicide, always, or just thoughts, but if you just didn't want to digress to, or whatever, you know, call them up, you can even hit me a fucking, hit me up on the, uh, Hit me an email and say, hey, Ali, I just want to get a quick chat. I'm here. I might not get back to it right away. I do have a life myself. Um, but, yeah, I'll say hello to you. I'll say hi. You know, we'll talk for a little bit. If you have something you want to talk about or, you know, some things, uh, I'm here. Um, I'd be glad to hit you up on Twitter. Like I said, don't, uh, you know, don't feel afraid. You know, if you got those fucking things going on in your life, don't, don't shy away from it. Be who you are. It took me a while to learn that. But, um... I'm going to sign off, and uh, I will let you guys have a wonderful rest of your weekend. I will be bringing another podcast, hopefully on Sunday or Monday, and I'll be about the Fringe Festival. So for some of you guys who uh, got to make it out there in Orlando, it was fucking amazing. So far, we have t- two more shows. Um, my girlfriend actually won the Family Feud, so we have a lot of freaking tickets we have to go do. So I have a few days off to go do a few shows. We're seeing... Um, Tomorrow we're seeing the Pink Hulk, and she is actually a breast cancer survivor. Uh, two times, actually, she said. And she was really cool, real sweet, so we're going to meet her. She's from New York. 
and she was part of the ending of the fringe because my girlfriend picked her to do the question thing and then the other producer and she won both fucking packages which fucking incredible it was a great moment um, it's been a wild one and then we're gonna go see Vincent uh, tomorrow at 11.59 a good friend of ours Ross Pedgett is doing his show with a few guys and it should be amazing um, and then after that what are we doing what are we doing we're doing commencement and I'm doing the necrophilia show I think at 6 o'clock but once that's all said and done I should be able to talk about everything we've done at Fringe how it was what I thought about it Logan's Donahue show was fucking incredible good friend of mine and it was about a little bit of politics but really fun and it was about advocacy so I think this goes into my advocacy for the week Logan I did it um you know, I did what I did so I'm talking about Mother Mind by Depression like I said guys if you're having anything hit me up don't feel afraid to um hit that like button subscribe button I'm here you can always send me an email but again if you guys feel like the open minded gaming thing is kind of an idea or you feel like you kind of want to get into gaming but you don't know how to talk to people or you're just kind of feeling a little bit anti-social me and Mike are very cool um we have a few friends that are really really nice we're going to be cursing and swearing a little bit in our gaming but if you feel like you want to be in a group or friendship you know a group you know it's not going to judge you and you can just sit there and be like ah oh, this is kind of nice join us I might start it up I'll ask Mike if he wants, he wants to do it Mike kind of he's kind of giving me the eh right now because he kind of like open mind is this what are you doing with this And but I want open mind to have an, a bigger impact than you know what we're doing now so it's the point of open mind is to open mind you know everybody's mind to open your heads and say hey guys this is what's going on but I digress guys I'm signing out have a great weekend. I will talk to you guys hopefully soon again. Pleasure seeing you guys. Keep positive. Get all the negativity out of your brain. Um, and always, always, keep an open mind, guys. Thanks for listening.